0: hello my name is olamide and it's wonderful to come to you wherever it is you are um, at the moment i'd like to thank you for catching all our previous episodes and well if this is your first time listening thank you for catching today's episode um i'm recording today voices and vibes with wonderful wonderful people i have claire here with me
1: hi everybody and doing hi
0: and paulo that's good and someone who I believe is as passionate about what we're going to be talking about today um, as I am, Marvellous. Hi. So um, today we are going to be talking about persuasion and being persuasive and you know all that stuff. But yeah, persuasion, that's a very simple way to put it. So um, persuasion simply put is winning other people over to your way of thinking, you know. So um it's a very, very broad topic, um, very huge topic. But um, today I'll be focusing specifically on the laws of persuasion. Um, these laws are tested, they are tried, they are true. They are not my laws. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even qualified to. <laughs> I'm not a psychologist, but um, I'll be talking about the laws from the book of a very renowned written by a renowned psychologist American psychologist Kevin Hogan so we'll be talking about nine um, laws of persuasion but before we go ahead I would just like to talk about um, the paradigm of persuasion that's everything, the broad picture of course we can only talk about the laws today but um, for one to be a persuasive person um, well an ethically Um, correct persuasive person because the thing with persuasion is there are two sides of it Um, persuasion is the good side of it in quotes the other side of it is manipulation and um, so before you listen to all the laws I would like to say in the words of Kevin Hogan that the responsibility of um, being ethical with these laws and these ideas and these techniques are they lie solely with you So you could either use them for good or for evil. Just like a knife is not good or evil in itself not of that. It's, <laughs> it's how you use the knife that really matters. So um, So when you're thinking about persuasion It's good ethically. That's what I would encourage to have a win-win um, philosophy in mind you're trying to get a win-win solution out of everything. So, um, of course, there are techniques of persuasion apart from the laws, and there's something called outcome-based thinking, there's um, understanding non-verbal communication, all these things. Now, why persuasion? Why are we talking about persuasion in Voices and Vibes? Can you tell me a reason why we're talking about persuasion? Can you think of any reason why we would be talking about persuasion? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay um why persuasion for me i think um if someone should have the skill of persuasion to give you like i think it's to me to give you like is it higher leverage, knowledge like like a, like a, a leverage a for a you to like, actually yeah. you know leverage. move yourself up in like in life and in everything because if you can let's say i have a job or no i'm trying to apply for a job for instance now the way me a in an interview what exactly i do give in this um, to this company or something, the way I'm able to express myself, the way I'm able to persuade the company to pick me uh, out of all your um, um was, out of all your people, I'm the best. Like I have to perfect. Like, having this skill will actually give me
0: yeah. It's it is very very vital, crucial skill to have. Unless you do not mm-hmm. do any, unless your occupation does not um, have to do with you relating with people, people yeah. interpersonal relationships, you are going to need laws of persuasion one way or another and the thing is that when we go ahead the episode we'll find out that we actually use these laws of persuasion in our daily lives but it'll be good to have them in the foreground have them at our fingertips and know them actually concretely and know how we'll apply them leverage closing deals winning when we are married with our spouses being able to influence our children and so on and so forth. I've read quite a number of books in my short lifetime. Um, but if I'm going to point at a book that was life changing, this would definitely make top 10. This, um, The Psychology of Persuasion by Kevin Hogan. So that's where I'm basing most of what um, I'm talking about. Of course, Maybe I'll talk about things from Dale Carnegie and some other authors, but this is definitely a book that was very life-changing to me. And I'll give, before we start reading the laws, I'll give a practical example of how the laws of persuasion um, have helped me. Um, so. Thanks to God. Let me say that first. <laughs> if, I say, if I like praise myself for something, I, I'm grateful to God that that's how the situation I'm about to tell you ended. But I think I shared this once. Um, in 2018 or 2017, um, I was stopped by members of um, SARS, Swift and Robbery Squad, whatever they call themselves. <laughs> so it was the first time in my life a gun was pointed at me close range Um, I'm talking of like close range the gun was put inside my car pointed at my chest and it was me versus three Sars men with AK-47s and I really really was afraid for my life but I had to think I had to calm down and I had to win these men over and I'll give you specifics how that went so I know at that point Hostility is not your friend. That's a mistake most people make with and pe- um, people like that. You want to be hostile? It can't be hostile. It's someone who is holding a gun. <laughs>
1: you have to respect that God first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and so I had to calm everything down. I had to make him seem like he's in charge and he's in control, and whatever he says is what happens. That this is entirely within um, his power and control. You know. And of course, I had to put myself as someone who is, who could not be, who cannot possibly be a criminal, you know. And of course, I had to whip out my med student card that I'm a medical student. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't shoot me. But anyway, one way or another, I was able to talk to him and I don't start letting out the laws of persuasion. So let's, without further ado, let's get right to it. So, doing What is the first law of persuasion?
1: Law of reciprocity. All right. When someone gives you something of perceived value, you immediately respond with a desire to give something back.
0: Okay. So, Paul, what do you think that law means?
3: Uh, That's, like I said, that's the first law. So, it's a basic law. You know, it's this for that. If someone does you good, you should. You should naturally do good to the person too. Quite basic. if someone lends you something. And in most cases, the person gives you their... One thing I do is that if I have a reason to come to you for any form of assistance, if you help me, I'll pay you back double because that way I've done you good. That way, if I need help on that day, you'll be willing to, you know, give me that help. And that's what makes the world go around, actually, you know, if we can learn to, you know, reciprocate. All right. So now
0: here's what the law is actually talking about. Mm-hmm.
3: It's, you know, the thing about
0: laws is that they hold true every time. Yeah. yeah. So the reciprocity here. It's not even something that you you are learning for the average human being. When you are given something, you immediately respond with a desire to do something back for that yeah. person. Yeah. It didn't say the law does not say you definitely do something, but it gives you have this desire to do something back for that person. Now, how can this be applied to your life? I'll tell you how salespeople do sometimes. Um, there's this thing that is done in sales where A person will give you a pen before they start to talk to you about the product they are selling. Or a person will give you a souvenir. It's done. Pharmaceutical companies do it. Companies that sell whatever kind of merchandise, they do it. So they give you a sample. You say, oh, here's my beauty product. Take it. Take a sample. This is a sample. Now, immediately that sample gets into your possession, you immediately want to do something for that person. It's in it in all of us. And this is how... This is one law that you can keep in your head, that can help you, and I have used this law time and time again. I'm sorry to say this, but even with my parents, actually, so wow. yeah, oh, to this sure. <laughs> no, luckily my parents are not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, you so, much, <laughs> so on their birthdays, I make sure I get them something, always. It doesn't have to be something big. Whenever I'm coming back home from somewhere, I make sure I get them something. You see, when you get a person something, they immediately feel they are in your debt, and they want to pay you back. So that's what the first law of persuasion is. So, my charge for this week is, when you go out today, tomorrow, throughout this week, um, give people something. Give them something tangible. Give them something intangible. Give your time. Give something. Be that person that gives. I tell you that you Start finding that people are in your debt. Um, if you've read this book by, um, um, I've forgotten the author, The Godfather, I've forgotten the author now. That's how The Godfather became The Godfather. He was nobody, and he'll ask this person, What's the problem? What's your problem? Let me solve it for you. And the moment, and he'll tell you that all he needs in return is that you owe him a debt that he can collect anytime and then he solves that problem for you and then you are in his debt. and everybody after a while in the entire Sicily was in Italy then was in his debt. and that's how he became the godfather so if he needs this to be done he rings this person up and says oh I'm calling to collect on the debt. you owe and I need so so and so done I need this I need that and that's how he became who he was so
1: okay so I feel that for people that desire power, you know, Robert Green fans and all that, that is very, very, you know, it's a very nice juicy tip, like, oh, he does this for people and then they want to do the same thing for you. But for some people that are very moral, they believe that, I feel they believe that, um, you know, doing things for people or giving things to people with the mindset that, oh, they'll be able to give back to you is wrong. And it's like you're manipulating them, yeah? and it is just not right, you should just give selflessly and you know, with a pure
0: heart. I started, I, I, I love that you said that, I started by saying ethics, I started saying ethics, if you give solely because you want things back in return, I feel it's the wrong way of giving, it goes against everything I believe in personally actually, but here's what I'm saying, here's the difference between that and what I'm actually saying. Generosity. In very simple terms, generosity would bring about or begats reciprocity. So if you're a generous person, either with things that are tangible or things that are not tangible, service, this and that, it puts people in your debt naturally. So if you are someone who likes to think about me first, you're not going to be you're not likely to be a very persuasive person. That's what I'm trying to say. So if you're thinking just me, just me, how how will this help me, 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 me? You're not likely to be a very passive person. So you need to be someone that gives, gives themselves, okay. be gives things. Yeah be, na- yeah, be that way naturally, because you'll be able to call on. You're not giving them because you want to call them, but I'm saying the fact that you give them means there is a desire in them to give back to you. That's what I'm saying.
3: So part two. Better differ, but yeah, you know for them, so. <laughs> well, sociop- you twisted, you? sociopaths, yeah,
0: sociopaths are a just... small part of the population, of course. Mm-hmm. This does not this does not hold true that selfish people that you give out, but I'm saying generally speaking, I think it's safe to say when you give to somebody, they have a desire to give back to you. So, Claire, what's the second law? Well, the second
2: law says that. It's the law of contrast. When two items are relatively different from each other, we will see them as more different if placed close together in time or space.
0: Yes. So, um, what this law is just saying is that when you have two items that are different, the differences between them become even more apparent when they are side by side. For instance, white and off-white. Okay. If you see a person in a white shirt at one place, maybe you see him at SUV, the shirt is white. If you see another guy at HSLT with a white shirt, the shirt is white. But when you see them together, you might start to see, oh, maybe this is like brilliant white. This is like off-white. Now, how will this um, affect, how will this affect our lives, like how does it make us to be persuasive people, Um, I'll give a practical example. For instance, you're trying to sell an idea to a group of people, maybe your classmates for instance, Um, you are trying to procure something for the class. I think it's a normal practice, I don't know if it's still done, it's a normal practice to get a projector to mm-hmm. get the end of the
2: year stuff, so like maybe in a class the no, no. graduate. You know? No
0: no no fourth year students. Did you get a projector for your yeah, class? Yeah, you get a projector, oh, you get a yeah. gen. Say normal yeah. so health really, sciences thing. Wow. Now, let's say I have a brand in mind I want them to get. One way I can do this is to say, Oh, this is the best brand. This is the best brand. Let's get this brand. I just and get angry or frustrated when people don't want to get That's the good. brand. I want to get Now, of course, it's not for a selfish reason I want us to get this brand. I want us to get this brand for a good reason. Now, a way to make sure that this happens is I could bring a picture of the brand I want versus the brand the class has in mind and then we put it side by side and then we have specs of that brand and specs of the other brand. It really helps you see objectively what this offers and what that offers and helps you see. When you bring the brands together, it helps you make your choice. Side by side.
1: Clearer choice actually. Yeah.
0: So there are many ways this can apply. And um, unfortunately I don't think there is enough time to <laughs> squeeze in chapters of a book <laughs> in just like a few minutes. But
2: people really go off for this book. Like so
0: but that is that is like a simple way to um, think about it so marvelous how do you think now that I've explained can you give me another practical example so that maybe if someone listening to this too can think of a practical example of how the law of contrast can help them mm. or maybe perhaps as we are talking this brings to mind something that has happened in the past that relates to this law of contrast
1: okay nothing is coming to mind right now but when it does I'll um... I'll let you guys know. But I feel that as we go on, we'll see other laws, of course. But I feel like many of these laws, or some of these laws, we apply them um, subconsciously. Yeah. Like, so it takes, being aware about these laws will sort of make us more intentional. And I feel like yeah. it's really the yeah. a lot of intentionality, <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of intentionality too. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of
2: intentionality. If
1: you are right. a business person, you get to be able to know how to implement the laws well and all that because we naturally apply them in our day-to-day activities and like dealing to people and all that.
0: All right, so, thank you very much. So Paul, number three.
3: Law of friends, when someone asks you to do something and you perceive that person to have your best interest in mind, and Or you would like him or her to have your best interest in mind, you are strongly motivated to fulfill the request. I like to think this one, everybody. This, go saying, this, General, this, this just, one goes without saying this. this one goes.
2: more like natural something. Just if you if you meet someone and person does you good, definitely on this, more like I feel this a lot of friends and that love respect, um, kind of work. This is the, <laughs> the thing, this is
0: the thing. You have one favor to give out let's say you have one pen and two people need an extra pen who are you likely to give somebody you're cordial with or someone who is a total random stranger to you mm. yeah, definitely
1: cordial. We are cordial with. yeah, the
0: person doesn't have to be your friend so friends in this time in this context doesn't have to be like someone close yeah super close just the slightest familiarity
3: oh. Sorry, don't you think that can work in two ways? For example, okay. now if it's my classmate, like you said and in this case of this pen. If my homie mm-hmm. he doesn't have a pen. Mm-hmm. But the girl I'm crushing on in class <laughs> <not> <laughs> the pen. I am sorry, girl you're
2: crushing on in class, she's not a total stranger. Girl.
3: She don't yeah. i I said not the girl I'm talking to, the girl I like the girl I'm crushing on. that I mean she well, probably the doesn't know. Like oh okay, okay. my god, my homie knows I'm crushing on this girl, <laughs> but so you know I'm that going it, to slide But
1: him. you <laughs> know that this, too,
0: this too <laughs> still this still is part of the law because it says It's either you perceive the person to have your best interest or you You would like the the person person to have your best interest. So you want your crush to have your best interest. So you see that it's still under the law of friends. It's still under the law of friends. And now how, how can we help ourselves? Now, something that I got from this book that really changed, like I said, this is one of the books that really, really changed me. I used to be a very, very different person is whenever you pass beside people, say hi. Always say hi.
1: Some people
3: ignore you. It does not matter
0: <laughs> if they no, ignore you. Hi, that's yeah. on them. That's true. Oh, that's,
3: true. that's That's. not me, your I'm fault. I'm I'm thinking, still still that.
2: That's
0: so on them. If they ignore you, that's on them. Still say hi.
3: So we will feel bad data for ignoring Because
0: imagine if you are driving in your car past um, this point where people flap or something and you have just one more space maybe you have people in your car you have one more space and you see five people there and there's this guy that just always says hey half an hour what's up to you every time you pass you guys don't even talk beyond that he just says what's up you say hi yeah. back who are you like who which of them are you like to pick
2: of course the like i see that of the most stranger is yeah. the more familiar person with you so
0: that's the law of friends being practical and this translates to your business if you're someone in, let's use the faculty, for instance, that says hi to people, that greets people, that mingles, that is simple, you know. You you reach out to both the high in quote and the low in quote. Imagine if you start a business, you are more likely to have patronage than someone who doesn't say anything to anybody and just keeps quiet and just adjusts by themselves. If you are someone who says hi to people, Here's another example, if you're about to enter a hall, let's say you read too much for your MBA and you slept off, oh when you're well. about entering the exam hall, <laughs> got they're you likely know. to notice that Paul is not around, yeah,
1: that's true, that's true.
0: Versus someone who just, just in.
1: yeah, I had a phone that missed an exam because of that, he didn't know the exam had been shifted backwards or
0: something. So really these really are just, scary. these are just a few examples of
1: know. Of exactly, probably was invisible, also.
0: so now. Specifically, now, how does this win over to your way, win people over to your way of thinking? If you've been friends with people, if I decide to now run for office, versus somebody who is not friends with people, who does not say hi to people, who is not courteous to people when they pass by, I'm likely to, even if my agenda when I read my manifesto is not the best out there. The law of friendship, friendship yeah. will always win me. People win more. I saw, this, I
1: saw this happen. Than
0: this. people, than someone who has the best and most eloquent manifesto. Yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, none is a Sorry, the, the, like, live example for all of us. You saw the landslide, he used to beat his opponent. And because everybody knows him, he's a friend <laughs> exactly, of everybody. No. So, that's it. So, but law number four so it is before we go okay. to law number four just a final note on this law number three for guys every guy should endeavor to try and read the bro code it's very important, girls. It's <laughs> actually a stay, book. Yeah, we should read no, it. I know. I know. It's not for you guys. I will <laughs> um, read that. No, you guys should. What would think like a man even want to know anything about us? Okay. That's <laughs> for <go>. us, you know. So guys, <laughs> please make sure you. No, so there should be this sisterhood you. now.
1: We need. So no, girls, see, no, girls always see. You know,
3: most, most see when you see a woman. Yes. Most people that run people, women streets are their fellow women. Women run women. Let's talk about that today. We'll talk about that next. We're uncle. That's what they're that's good. You guys will, you still break the code, so most book like the bro- code, you shouldn't break it no matter what, you know. So you guys check that out.
0: Yeah. So before we go to the fourth one, um <laughs> this is something I say to people. I I meet a lot. Um I've I've not even done anything like worthy of notes in my life, like compared to where I want to get to in life. So I don't like to use myself, but like I said, I like to use people I've interacted with, um, people who own companies, people who are top in their career, who have achieved like significant things worthy of notes in life. And this is something that people who are listening to this out, <laughs> I'm very passionate about it. So I'd like to leave it. Um, be someone that reads. You know, he mentioned reading the bro code, be, be someone that reads like it's it's a dying culture and it, I don't know, it wounds me whenever I see that people don't read. You know, I, I interact with a lot of people and sometimes the common denominator with most um, mm.
1: <laughs> I'm to <laughs> I <will>. <laughs> <laughs> I, will.
0: I, to. I, to I want. I to say, to I say, say something it's without 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 being
1: condescending.
0: No, you say no offense. The most offensive <laughs> statements I <laughs> <are, are> open <laughs> up with no offense. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to be blunt, please. <laughs> but I think a common okay, a common denominator with a lot. I won't say all, but at least ninety nine point nine nine nine. 9% wow. nine, nine like death or okay. you know the death the common denominator with a lot of gen z people I, sp- ah. I speak with or interact with is that they don't read yes they don't read anything <laughs> and
1: you can't really vibe with them honestly yeah. because, so no, why are you, you mean, like a no, I don't <laughs> like a gen z I, I <laughs> <never> <laughs> I'm, I'm just not so, so, I, so, I can't relate most of them
0: so if you are like that if you forget all the laws of persuasion today, don't, don't forget. Okay, let, let let this is law zero now. Sorry, sorry. We zeroth law. law. Zeroth. The zeroth law of persuasion. Allow
1: me. This zeroth law of persuasion. Read. <laughs> That's a book.
0: Read, read, read something. Um, a colleague of mine a couple of years ago, like ten years ago, told me something that has been with me forever. He said the brain is not like a memory card. With a memory card you worry about it getting full.
2: The brain doesn't get filled up. Uh, yeah. I, will, I heard we don't mean that till we die, we don't have three percent. 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 percent,
0: percent Taking everything you can take in. You know? When you walk into a room Notice what everybody's putting on. My eyes closed, now. I can tell you what everybody in this room is putting I on. Work on that I thing. I did that. Maybe I entered here. You should notice everybody's hairstyle. Should we you try should.
1: that? Close your eyes. You should. <laughs> 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 <Yes>. <laughs> um, what's, 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 you Um,
3: what is? Infrared? Some infrared? What are wearing? is
0: wearing is putting on um a is Ankara print kind of stuff with um dots maybe pinkish dots. Then but generally the theme is blue. Claire is putting on a blue top. Um. Is she co- wearing any jewelry? Three co- is doing wearing any jewelry. Is
1: um Claire
0: wearing jewelry? Claire, I'm not very sure. I didn't take note of that, but <laughs> I know you that. Yeah, a roundabout
1: plus. For a <laughs> <laughs> wow. So
0: he doesn't You're supposed to do that wherever you go to. Notice people. Notice their names. You know, just be someone that does I that.
2: Th- I think it's actually. I th- feel so that right um, now. Um, is a conversation starter it's because by the time you let's say you, you enter a room and just notice people if maybe you see somebody of like let's say hi a high note hi, and you'll be able to start because you'll be like oh, oh, be oh nice words, yeah, nice dress okay, and yeah, that, that. Works, that works. conversation which, which
0: leads goes. to the 0.0th law <laughs>
1: wow
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 it seems like i was be to be like you can't exhaust this. <laughs> <You can't laughs> this friendship. there there's something oh, that just came to my mind <laughs> or, you know when you know this same Thing about this friendship, or so you should. There's one thing you should also not never look like, or you shouldn't make it a habit, don't make lying capping a habit because capping, yes capping when you start when you lie too much or when people can't trust your statements yeah. nobody is going to respect you you might be well known <laughs> but your image is already spoiled. you know this person enters parliament. this person is going to be a scammer Is so, oh. just going to lie to us and keep lying so don't be known as a 0. as 0. a that's that even true,
1: shall, true thou like thou shall not, not lie that's, that's not true. lie too, much.
0: too
3: so much so
1: that's
0: 0.0 0.0 okay i just making sure but i just wanted to add that be observant which is what i was trying to the point i was trying to make so apart from um, reading, reading is what you get from books and articles and journals and all the stuff. But be observant. Notice people's names. Take take an interest in your world. Notice people's names. So that the next time you hear Tamuno, you're like, hmm, this person's probably from River State. Because the last Tamuno I, I, I interacted with She's is from River State. State. You know, that's how you learn. That's how I, this has... This has been so helpful to me, so many times in my life. Just being observant, you know, about the slightest information. Um, there was there was a time two consultants were talking, and I was seated, and I was listening, even though they were not talking to me. And I remember immediately I got out of the clinic. One patient was really agitated, and he attacked me. Of course, anybody putting on work with the doctor. He was like, "Doctor, we've been here since morning. It's 2 p.m. How come they've not called us this, that?" And I looked at him. Of course, again, this is this is listening. He said, "We've been here." So I looked at him, and I saw that he was with a woman. And I remember that the consultant was talking about a child, a five months old child. And so I looked at the child, and I said, "Oh, so your child is five months old?" He said, "Yes." And I said we've sp- we've spoken about your child earlier so we have you in mind we'll talk to you very soon and that calmed him down immediately Doctor
2: of the year. and he went to sit down <laughs> very that, and well, i'm sure those <laughs> the two other consultants they, they, they did not they know what has so, just happened
0: so yeah. that's that's another way now he was very agitated but the moment i said his child is five months old of course he has not told me his child is five months old the fact that i knew his child was five months old made him believe yeah, that yeah, he had inter- spoken about his child and yeah. we have him in mind and this that even though they weren't talking to me so um there are still many many more laws but this yeah. is all the time we have for this particular episode I mean, we sure, hope you sure. enjoy it um i just want to leave you with this if you are listening to this um i strongly believe that a single step taken better than a thousand intentions so if you listen to all these laws and you don't apply them in your day-to-day life then it doesn't really count for much so even if it's just one try it out and um, I guess you'll be very very happy so from Claire and doing? and Paul sure, sure. and Marvelous alami day <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. Tack the next Bye. episode. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.